Welcome to the Voices of St. Michael podcast, where we bring you talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers from the faith community of St. Michael Catholic Church in Independence. May the peace of Jesus Christ be with you always. My friends, the sacred scripture, it's a long gospel, and I selected a long one intentionally because it helps with the homily and conveying what the message truly is. You know, if you summarize the sacred scripture this evening, third Sunday of Lent, that first reading and the second in the gospel, what you could summarize the central message is those who reject and those who accept. And what we know is that biblically, the well is a very sacred place. It's Jacob's well, and water is very sacred. It's an important symbol in sacred scripture. And so this place in which this woman appeared, it was a very, very sacred ground. I have another story about a well. Annie Sullivan was a young teacher, and Annie's first student was a young child who could not hear or see, blind and deaf. And this child had all kinds of behavioral problems because the inability to communicate with others. And what she would do to communicate with family and friends is she would place her hands on their face and then feel their clothing. It would know who, they were, who, who was in front of her or who was trying to communicate with her. But she was unruly, just very, very, had a very, very difficult time. So Annie Sullivan, being this new teacher, was trying every way to try to communicate and finally realized one day, I have to do something dramatic. She takes this young child outside and there's a water well. And what she does is she places this child's hand under the spigot of the well and starts pumping water. And as she's pumping the water, she spells the word water. This turned out to be a turning point in which she found a way to break through to communicate to this child who was deaf and blind. Well, this child, years later, was known as Helen Keller. Helen Keller wrote many books, went to college. She was an advocate, a very strong advocate for those with disabilities. And in the story of her life, which she won a Pulitzer Prize for, in that book, she says, the turning point in my life was that day at the well. It changed my life, it changed my outlook, and it opened me up to all these possibilities at the well. Well, that story ties into the Samaritan woman because at the well, it changed her life in a very, very significant, profound way. And But we hear in the sacred scripture in Exodus is we hear about those who are denying the Lord. They didn't believe in Yahweh. Massa and Meribah in translation means testing and complaining. So the people at that time were testing the Lord. They were complaining and unwilling to accept the message in which the Lord was speaking about eternal life, the kingdom of God, and they just refused to accept it and argued with him and tested him and denied him the opportunity to accept 
what God was saying to them. They completely rejected the message. So they chose to reject the message of the kingdom. They chose to reject the eternal life in which God was speaking to them about. They chose at the well to reject the Lord. Well, what we know then is in the Samaritan, Jesus is traveling. He's at the midpoint of his journey. He's right in the middle of where he, from where he began and where he ends. And Samaritans were looked down upon. So a Jew would not speak or even look at a Samaritan. They were cast out of society. And the reason the woman's at the well at noon is because all of the Jewish people had been at the well early in the morning. And so the Samaritans would go when no one was there. They'd kind of sneak into the well and get the water that they needed. And so at midday, she's at the well. And here's Jesus having a conversation with her. Catches her completely off guard. She doesn't know what to do. And as you hear in that lengthy gospel, she is not sure who she's speaking to. And as they continue the conversation, Jesus introduces to her eternal life in the water. The example of water you drink versus water of eternal life. She's paying very close attention. And she's listening to every word that Jesus is speaking. And then the conversation changes. And in a very nice, polite, compassionate way, Jesus calls her out. He says, go get your husband. And tells her everything about her life. But if you notice, he doesn't ridicule her. He doesn't beat her up. He doesn't embarrass her. He doesn't belittle her. And he says, I understand. And so this woman continues in the conversation with Jesus, and she is at awe. But what happens is you hear Jesus say, I am. And all of a sudden, she realizes this is the Christ. This is the Son of God, and she accepts Jesus Christ. Unlike in the first reading, when we hear of how God was rejected, she accepts Jesus Christ into her life. She is transformed at the well, just like the story of Helen Keller. The moment in which Helen Keller could begin to communicate changed her life forever. The moment the woman at the well, the Samaritan, realized that this is Christ, this is the Son of God, and he's telling me about eternal life. She accepted everything. And I think it's a wonderful contrast of acceptance versus rejection. And what happens is, just before Jesus meets the Samaritan at the well, he's with Nicodemus, the Jewish, Jewish ruler. Has the same conversation, and Nicodemus rejects Jesus. So just before he meets the woman at the well, he had a bad experience. Nicodemus dismissed him, rejected him. And here's this lowly woman that nobody cares about. They look down upon her, and she has the ability to see Christ and accept Christ. It's a wonderful story about the well. You know, my friends, we're traveling through Lent, and there's a very powerful message here. You know, kind of it, we're third week in. It's the opportunity for us to say, I'm at the well. Am I rejecting or am I accepting Jesus Christ in my life?
See, there were more people that rejected God. There were more people that rejected Jesus Christ. But the amazing thing is this. God always accepted people. And Jesus Christ always accepted people. It's an interesting contrast in which people reject eternal life, reject the message of the Lord, reject the life of Jesus Christ, and Jesus always accepted them for who they are, but equally important, where they're at in their life, in their life journey, in the story of their life. Because what we know, sometimes life can be a little messy. Things happen to us. Some we create, some we're victims of circumstances. And this particular gospel tells us clearly, go find your holiness, go find your goodness. And that's what Jesus did in a loving, compassionate way. He allowed this woman, this Samaritan woman, to find her holiness and find her goodness. And what we hear at the end of that gospel is that she goes out into the village and tells everybody, and she's evangelizing for Jesus Christ. He is the Messiah. He's the Son of God. And people then came and flocked, and they invited him to stay. And the translation for inviting someone to stay means they have accepted Jesus Christ. And so the people that were looked down upon accepted Jesus Christ into their lives, accepted the message of eternal life, in which that's where we all go. And that's our goal here is what are we doing for ourselves and one another to get to the kingdom, to build to the kingdom? And that's what Jesus is saying. And finally, what we hear in St. Paul to the Romans, it's all about love. And that's what Paul is saying to the Romans. It is purely about love, God's love for us. And so, my friends, as we journey during late, sometimes we have a tendency of, of feeling overburdened. You know, we're carrying this big cross during Lent. But we need to step back and hear the message. It's about eternal life. Hear the message God loves us. Hear the message that Jesus accepts us for who we are and where we are in our life, in our journey, in our life story. It's very reassuring to know as we're on this Lenten journey, God loves us and Christ accepts us for who we are and where we're at. That's the message. My friends, that's the message in which we should be celebrating and smiling because it's joyful. It's a joyful message. And I would just add this. I'd suggest to you that the next three weeks we'll have the Gospel of John. But if you have the opportunity, one of the wonderful Lenten exercises is start reading towards the end. Go in the Bible, go online, and start with the farewell discourse. It will reinforce the message. Jesus is going to go and prepare a dwelling place for us, for all of us. We hear that in John's Gospel. And then towards the end in chapter 17, what we hear Jesus say, to God the Father. He's speaking to God, not disciples or the crowds. He says, I want. I want. And what he says, I want the kingdom for all. And so, my friends, as we journey together this Lenten season, let's try to be a little bit more like the Samaritan woman. And the message she says is, accept God 
the love of God and accept Jesus Christ and be like that Samaritan to spread the word, to be evangelizers. That, my friends, is what Easter is all about. Thank you for joining us for the Voices of St. Michael podcast. Please tell your friends about it. You can visit our website at stmichaelchurchindependence.org to find more talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers. You can also subscribe to this podcast from your favorite podcast app by searching for Voices of St. Michael Independence, Ohio. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us.